Welcome to Shots Fired. I'm Brad freaking Nolan, and tonight with me, I have the one and only... Nick Bell, cell phone part two. (laughs) And the legend himself, Travis Keen. We are live in Fancy Gap, Virginia, to bring you our week 13 picks. But first, Nick, update us on the standings. Well, this year has been... I mean, we've been very similar in picks this year. Uh, I know the last four or five weeks have been really close. Uh, we all went 12-4 and four last week. Um, Brad's got a two-game lead on me with Travis King sitting in the back on the caboose of the train. <laughs> Nine games behind Brad. Travis, you got nothing to do this. You got about five weeks in the playoffs. Oh. Not looking good, man. Definitely not looking good at this point. That's crazy, man. Brad's dominating. Yep, he is. Yep. Um, is there anything? I'm going to try to uh, come up from behind him and slit his throat. Uh-oh, Ooh. man. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to talk about from week 12? Uh, there wasn't too much interest other than we had a Wednesday night game. I think that might be the first time in history. Yeah, turned out that would be a pretty good game. And the Ravens got screwed. They should have won. Yeah. They did good considering they were playing with backups yeah. against an undefeated yeah. team. Yeah. All I can say is thank you, Patriots, and thank you, 49ers. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Help my Seahawks get that division lead. Yeah, true. Y'all's next games coming up. These next few weeks on paper should be wins, really. Yeah, Giants, Jets. Definitely the next two weeks. I'd say five games remaining. Y'all at least win, if not all five, at least four out of the five, I believe in my mind. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good answer. Who do y'all think's the favorite in the NFC right now? The AFC, I still think's the Chiefs, but NFC, I can't make a a bold, firm uh, prediction on. So, who are y'all thinking? Packers or Seahawks? Seahawks. I'm I'm actually between uh, Green Bay and New Orleans right now, but I do like the way Seattle's schedule shapes up, and um. I think that could get them some confidence going in. So, Seattle's definitely on the radar. And then you got Tampa, who I'll trust the least out of those four. Yeah. Um, But I think it's between those four teams. I would agree. Yeah, me too. Kansas City by far, though. Yeah, even though Pittsburgh's undefeated, uh, I actually I don't trust them. Right now, Pittsburgh plays against Kansas City like they did yesterday. They lose by twenty points. I actually think Tennessee could have an outside chance, but if they get their defense figured out. I do. I said that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. But all right, let's get into these picks. All right, uh, Trav, go ahead. Okay, so the first game coming up here. Obviously, no Thursday night game tonight. So we're jumping right into the Sunday one o'clock games. NFC South division rivals. New Orleans Saints traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Nick Bell, who do you have? I actually believe this one could be an upset. Um, just seeing, I mean, the Saints, 
He didn't do much passing. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to pass the ball against Atlanta. Atlanta put a beating on Las Vegas last week. Yeah, they did. Uh, I was considering taking the Falcons, but I'm going to stay on the safe side here and stick with New Orleans. I think New Orleans was a tight game, and I'm going to say 24-20 Saints. Hmm. Safe thing to do would be pick the Saints right here, but my gut's tell me to take Atlanta. They're at home, coming off a big, you know, a good game for them. And the Saints, I mean, they Taysom Hill's fine, but you can't trust them every single week, you know. So, eventually he's going to slip up. I think it will be a close game. Uh, I'm going to go with Atlanta 27-23. Wow, I'm surprised. I am actually going to go with the Falcons in this one just for the fact that Drew Brees is out. I know I did pick them to beat the Saints two weeks ago, and it didn't happen. Saints defense held Atlanta in check pretty well. But, man, did Atlanta ever put a whooping on the Raiders last week? And not that I'm going to say that I'm surprised they won, but just the fashion they won was surprising. They just blew those guys out. That was just very surprising. But, uh... Yep, I think Atlanta gets the better of the Saints this time. I think meeting for the second time in three, or yeah, meeting for the second time in three weeks. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I'm going to say 24-21 in a close game, Atlanta. Moving on to the next game here, NFC North rivals. The Detroit Lions, who just fired Matt Patricia last week, visiting the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, who you got, Bradley. I'm going to go with the Bears. Uh, they haven't won in how many weeks have been? Five weeks? It's been, yeah, something like that. Well, every month. I think they uh, take it right here. Um, they're at home. Defense uh, plays good, and Detroit looked horrible on Thanksgiving. Uh, got blown out. So, uh, And also, David Montgomery's back, and Detroit can't stop the run. And uh, David Montgomery looked good last week. Yeah. So I think uh, he's going to have a good day. So, yeah, give me Chicago. Um, I'm going to go 27 to 17. Hey, you got me. Uh, your old boy Patricia finally got fired. Um, I'd say his biggest victory there as a coach was probably that win he got against the uh, Steelers. But didn't he also pull off a win against New England as well? Yeah, yeah. week three, Trav called it. Remember? Uh, I think it was two ago. years ago, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, and I don't know. I liked him. I liked how he always had the pencil in the ear, hat on backwards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I want to take Chicago. I told y'all earlier in the season when Chicago was five and one that they were the worst five and one team I've ever seen, and now they're five and six. <laughs> so I guess uh, my statement was correct. So I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> uh, but give me the Bears in this one. Uh, I got the interim coach coming in. Uh, I'm going to take Chicago to win 27-13. Yep, I'm going to go with the Bears as well on this one. Um, Stafford's still banged up. Detroit, not sure if Galladay and Swift's going to play. Obviously, if they don't, 
There's two big playmakers going on their offense. Chicago's offense ain't worth a crap, but I do think they can run the ball enough against Detroit's really bad run defense. And I guess I would say do enough offensively to get the win because I know defensively they can do it. Um, I'm going to say Chicago wins a low-scoring game. I'm going to go 20-17 Chicago. Moving on to the next game here. And in my opinion, before I get into this game, I think it's bullcrap that we got to sit back and watch the freaking Broncos and the Chiefs play on Sunday night. No disrespect to Kansas City, but who in the heck wants to see them replay as bad as they are? This game right here I'm about to say should be a Sunday night game, and it's a shame it's not. Got a pair of two 8-3 and three teams squaring off in the Music City as the Cleveland Browns visit the Tennessee Titans. Nick Bell, who you got? I am taking the Tennessee Titans. I do think this should have, would have been a better option than Denver and Kansas City on Sunday night. I also think that the Rams and Cardinals should be considered for the Sunday night game. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to take Tennessee at home, both eight and three teams. Uh, Cleveland's got Tennessee and Baltimore coming up, which I think they'll go to eight and five. And they still got to play Pittsburgh, so they'll put them at eight and six. So, I still hope they get in at uh, the seventh seed. Uh, that's what I predicted at the beginning of the season. I still think they can go 10-6. and six. Uh, They still got the Jets left. But give me Tennessee. Tennessee's been playing some great football here lately. Uh, Derrick Henry's a beast. Only running back to ever have uh, three games uh, rushing uh, with 200 yards plus and three seasons of 10-plus touchdowns. Huh? Um so, I don't know, man. He's just built different. Uh, I remember when old Mariota was the quarterback a few years ago. They were, what was it? They went four years in a row, nine and seven. Yeah, I think you're four right. I do believe they did. And I don't, I don't think nine and seven will be the answer this year. I think they're going to be 11 to five, 12 to four. So, give me Tennessee. And I think this is a blowout. 31, 17. Now, I want to talk about why the uh, Sunday night game probably wasn't flexed out. And it's for one reason. It's because Patrick Mahomes will draw more ratings than that game would. That's the only reason they probably kept it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a primetime game. He'll probably draw, you know, quite a bit more than Tennessee Cleveland does. So that's why I could see it staying. Well, you know, if you put Cleveland in primetime, they choke. And that, they'll get blown out even worse. Yeah. <laughs> But as far as this game goes, this is a matchup of the two best Russian attacks in the league, possibly, mm-hmm. as far as offensive line goes and running back. Um, you know, you got Baltimore and Arizona who are good Russian teams, but a lot of that's from the quarterback. Yeah. So as far as running back goes, these are the two best in the league. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee winning this one, and I think it's going to be close. I think it comes down to the wire, and I'm going to take Tennessee – 30-24. And I am going to take the Titans. Um, Derrick Henry's a stud. Really, all these running backs in this game are studs. But I think we would all agree Chubb and Kareem Hunt ain't on the level as uh, Derrick Henry is. And plus, Cleveland's defense ain't the best. Well, neither defense is the best, but I think Cleveland's defense is a little bit worse. Um... 
Cleveland couldn't even really stop Jacksonville last week, so what makes me think they're going to stop Derrick Henry if he gets going that open things up in the passing game? And, uh, yep, I like the Titans. Um, I'll say they win. It's a fairly close game. I'm going to go very high scoring here. 37-27 Titans. Moving on to the next game. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals going to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins. Who you got, Bradley? Dolphins should take it easy. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, ain't got Joe Burrow anymore. Um, so this should be an easy win for the <clears throat> Dolphins. If Joe Burrow was playing, I could see it coming down to, yeah. you know, being a good game matchup of uh, – well, no, Tua's not playing anymore. He's not starting. You got Fitzmagic in there. That's a whole lot better than what Cincinnati's got quarterback, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Miami in a blowout. Uh, I'm going to say 28-13. to 13. So You got Nick Bell? Dolphins as well. Dolphins six and four. Ready to go seven and four. Uh, and they're looking like a playoff team. They had a slip up um, against Denver. Denver. Yep. And last week they um, beat the Jets. Only twenty to three, I believe. Wow. Very. Uh, uh, I went very impressive. That game was close up until the fourth quarter. Mm. But. Uh, Give me, I think, is Fitzpatrick going to play this week? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm still going to take Miami. I'm going to say 24-10. Yeah, and I definitely think the Dolphins win, um, especially without Joe Burrow. Cincinnati just really doesn't have a quarterback. Part of the reason why that game against the Giants they had last week was as close as it was because they had a guy return a kickoff 103 yards for a touchdown. So that's seven points they got right there off the special teams. But, yeah, I do like the Dolphins with Tua, Fitzpatrick, whoever between the two is quarterback, and I still take Miami in convincing fashion. With Cincinnati being without Burrow, and defensively they haven't been good all year. So Burrow's basically had to carry him all year. But uh, I'm going to say the Dolphins win. I'm going to go... 30 to 10. Ain't going to be much of a game, I don't believe. Moving on to the next game. Got the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Who you got, Bradley? I'm going with the Vikings at home. Uh, Jacksonville's only won one game this year. I believe it was in week two. Might have been week one. Um, but ever since then, they've been horrible. Uh, Minnesota's been playing good the last few weeks. Um, so yeah, give me Minnesota. Dalvin Cook should have a good day. What are you laughing about, Trey? Thinking about the game against Carolina last Sunday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm got- take, I'm gonna take the Vikings, uh I'm gonna go mm, thirty three to twenty. Who you got, Nick? Uh, I'm taking Minnesota. The uh Jaguar back to the Jaguars it's too many six to Yep, uh, that's for sure. But uh, I'm going to take Minnesota. They should win. It looks like Kirk Cousins might be on his way out after this year. Um, yep. Carolina made him look like God on the last drive. Uh, and Brad's right. Uh, this should be Cook's. Uh, Cook should have a big Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings as well. Um, 
Jacksonville will be starting Mike Glennon at quarterback for the second week in a row, the former NC State product. He had a pretty good game last week against Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, I do like the Vikings. Um, Dalvin Cook's a beast, although Carolina did hold him to 61 yards last week. And you know in that game, I don't know if y'all know, but I know Carolina's on a bye this week. I'm going to talk about it for a second. Carolina scored two defensive touchdowns last week in about 10 seconds. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Jeremy Chin, yeah. He's a stud. He's going to be something else in the years to come. It's just a shame, Carolina. Y'all going to laugh. Made Kirk Cousins look like God on the final drive. But that is what it is. But, yep, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings in this one. I'm going to say they win 20. Uh, I'm going to go 29 to 13. I just don't see this being too much of a game, but you never know. And going to the next game here. By the way, Minnesota's only one game out of a playoff spot. Should have been Carolina if they would have not been idiots. They would have only been one game out, but it is what it is, though. Moving on to the next game here. We got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders on a two-game losing streak. And just got flat out dismantled last week in Atlanta. Staying on the East Coast, but going up north to the Meadowlands to take on the New York Jets. The winless Jets. Who you got, Bradley? Taking the Raiders, uh, considering this is my lock of the week, though the way the uh, Raiders have played, uh, well, especially last week, kind of worries me, but I still think they'll get it done. I uh, think it might be somewhat of a close game, though. I'm going to go uh, Raiders 26, Jets 20. McBell, who you got? I'm taking the Raiders as two, but – Ready for upset alert. Uh, I think the Raiders were a close one as well. I was thinking more along the lines of 16 to 24. Well, yeah, I think the Raiders win as well. Um, believe it or not, y'all might laugh. I think the Jets have an outside shot to win, get their first win. But I think Gruden to have the guys ready to play, and I'm sure he's been – fired up and pissed off all week at, you know, what took place in Atlanta last week. Though I think Atlanta's a lot better than the Jets, but still, I'm you know, just saying. Um, yeah, I'd, I like the Raiders to get back on track. I think Josh Jacobs has a big game. Possibly opens up things for Dirk Carr to have a decent game. I just don't think the Jets have enough weapons on offense to get the job done. Um, I think Sam Darnold might be coming back to start this week for the Jets, I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he is. I think he started last week against Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So I feel bad for that kid. Yeah. He's in such a bad system and he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's just in the wrong place. You put him with the Colts, good lord. <laughs> or somebody yeah, like that. Do what? He should have done been fired, but I, I think he'll be fired. I do. I think John Green's on the hot seat. Really? Yeah, I think I think he's on the hot seat. If he don't make the playoffs this year, he might get fired. Maybe. I don't know about that, Nick Bell. I'm just saying after they started with the way they did, they started what six and three. I didn't think they'd be as good as they are this year. I thought there was still a couple, maybe. A year away, and they're better than 
you know, a lot of people thought. I'm saying it would have been different if it would have started 1-5. and five. But they started 6-3 and, and back two games that they should have, that they were getting both games. But you got to think, before Atlanta, they played the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have. It is the Chiefs, though. And they handed the Chiefs their only loss this year, by yeah. the way. They played them tough both games and split with them. I think the Raiders have overachieved this year, honestly, by a lot. I do in some yeah, ways honestly I think that, too. But I'm trying to think where we're at here. Let's see. You yeah, taking, I was talking about. Yeah, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders over the Jets and got into who was QB in for the Jets, which I do believe it's going to be Sam Darnold. But yep, yeah, I will go with the Raiders. Um, I'm gonna say thirty to fourteen might be somewhat of a close game, but I think the Raiders take it. Moving on to the next game here, got uh, the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Houston Texans. Who you got, Nick Bell? taking the Colts, but I think they win pretty convincingly. Uh, they had a bad game last week against Tennessee, but that defense is so good for the Colts. I think they'll bounce back. And um, that team's designed to run the ball on offense, and Houston can't stop the run, so I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively and uh, take care of the Texans. I'm going to say Colts win 30-17. to 17. I think the Colts win as well. Um Y'all might laugh. I could see it not being close, and I could see it being close. Houston's been putting up great numbers offensively these past few weeks, but now y'all probably know, I guess, Will Fuller is uh, suspended for perform- performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> um, so that takes away a weapon off their offense. It's a pretty good weapon. Sean Watson's a stud. Just look at his stats, really, over the last six or seven weeks. He's absolutely balled out. Um, but I just, I like the Colts. They just have more to play for, I feel like. Way more to play for. And I just think they get the job done. Um, last week they certainly couldn't stop Derrick Henry. But Houston's run game outside of Deshaun Watson, they should be able to stop their run game, I figure. So I'm going to say the Colts win. I want to go 31-23. I see it being pretty close, honestly. Moving on to the next game. Going into the 4 o'clock games now. This is a big game. The Los Angeles Rams visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Who you got, Nick Bell? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they're going to win this game. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm taking the Rams as well. Kyler Murray doesn't look right um, since that Seattle game. Something's a little bit wrong with his shoulder, I believe. And uh, the Rams, their defense, I think, is going to play well enough to shut down Hopkins. I think Ramsey will shut down Hopkins, and I think uh, Aaron Donald will clog up the middle. I I like what the Rams are doing this year. Um, I liked what Arizona was doing, but... Murray, if he's not right, they're not going to be as effective, obviously. So, give me the Rams. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, actually. I'm going to go Rams 20-17. to 17. I am going to actually take the Rams as well. Just for the fact that Murray's hurt and banged up. He'll still play. He's a tough kid. But, um, yeah, I just think the Rams defense, Bradley made a good point about Ramsey and Hopkins. Very good point. And Aaron Donald, I mean, that guy's a stud. And if he's able to somehow get his hands on Murray, Murray would be hurt even more. But uh, I think the Rams offensively will do enough to get by. I think the Rams do have a pretty good offense, honestly. McVay's a, such a good head coach. And um, I definitely think he's better than Kingsbury. But uh, we'll take the Rams. Although I was a little baffled that the 49ers beat the Rams, but 49ers are a tough team. They've just been decimated by injuries all year. But yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to say they win 23-14, to 14, taking the Rams. Moving on to the next game here. We have got the New York football Giants, who I believe will be rolling into Seattle without Daniel Jones' take on the Seahawks in the Pacific Northwest. Who you got, Nick Bell? Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks. And what I think is going to be a close game. I really do. I think Seattle and the Giants will go. Seahawks always do. They, I don't think Seattle's covered the spread one time this year. Um... They sure didn't last week, did they? I don't think they covered the spread. Uh, Seattle 10. I think Seattle will win. I think Seattle will win exactly by 10. Well. I'm going to say 27-17 Seattle. I'm taking the Seahawks, but I think it's going to be a blowout. Um... You know, if uh, Daniel Jones was playing, I might think it could be a little closer, but I just think Seattle's going to take care of business. Uh, should be, I'm going to say they win by at least 20. I'm going to say they win 34 to 13. I am taking the Seahawks as well, and this game is actually my lock of the week. Um, I'm trying to, it's been sitting here in my mind, trying to think who the Giants' backup quarterback is. I don't even have a clue. I don't know. Who'd you say? Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Well, that's a little better than I thought, possibly. <laughs> Daniel Jones has had his moments of good, and he's had some not good, some, uh, some not so good moments. And even if Daniel Jones is playing, I still believe I'd take the Seahawks, especially at home. Oh, there's no fans, but still. Yeah, I do like the Seahawks. Um, very confident they get the win, even though they are they are in a sh they are on a short week. But it is at Seattle, so the Giants are having to travel across the coast. I'm gonna say the Seahawks win. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go thirty to thirteen Seattle. Moving on to the next game, and I believe um, this is. I don't know. I'll take that back. This game's on CBS. So in my mind, I am assuming that Nance and Romo will have the call of this one at Lambeau Field. So Philadelphia Eagles travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Who you got, Bradley? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Green Bay to win. Uh, I actually thought the score of this game last night when me and my buddy Neil was talking about it. Um, I think the Packers take it 34-17. to Though Philadelphia did win at Green Bay last year, and the the way they did that was running the ball. Now, if the Eagles will run the ball more and stick with the run, they could possibly end up winning this game, but they won't do that. They'll be getting about six yards of carry to start the game, and then they'll go away from it like they do every game. So then they'll, you know, just fall apart. But uh, if they would stick with the run, I could see it being a close game, but I'm going to go with Green Bay. They're just on a roll right now. Aaron Rodgers possibly could be MVP this year, having a great year. Um, and going to Lambeau this late in the year is pretty much a death well, sentence. I was thinking when y'all went last year, it's week four. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's going to be cold. I think it's going to be in the 20s probably. I looked, so. it up. I looked up the weather, actually. I think not as bad as it could be, like 34 degrees, I believe. It's still cold, yeah. but not compared to teens or nothing. Yeah, it could get ugly. Um, but you got to think Philly, cold weather city. Not like Green Bay, I think we would agree. But it's still yeah. gets cold in Philly. But the way they're playing right now, and they're just a mess. That's not where you want to be going right now for the Eagles at all. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Green Bay. Who you got, Nick? I am taking Green Bay, and I think the game Yeah, their defense has been playing really good. It's just their off their offensive lines where it's, the trouble starts. I mean, Wentz has got sacked more than any quarterback this year, and that don't help that he ain't got no receivers either. So it's it's just bad bad situation. And well, I hate to do it, but I might take Green Bay. Sure do wish I could bring myself to take the Eagles, but I just can't do it based on how they've looked all year, unfortunately. 
I think Green Bay wins. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go 35-17. I just don't see it being too close, but I hope I'm wrong. We all got the Eagles with 17 points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope the Eagles can pull off an upset, but I just don't foresee it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the next game here. Y'all may laugh, but I actually think this is a pretty good game. It's going to be a pretty entertaining game to watch. The New England Patriots going to OLA. Okay, going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. You got Bradley. <laughs> well, there's an interesting stat. And uh, Colin Cowherd was talking about this after the Arizona-New England game. It's Bill Belichick's record against uh, rookie or second-year quarterbacks. He's 31-3. and That's why he's Colin was like, I should have known better because Kyler Murray, Murray struggled in that game. He's like, they got Herbert next week, so what do you think is going to happen? So I think Belichick will mess with Herbert, get them all tore up, get them confused. And uh, I do. I think the Patriots win this game. Uh, I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go uh, – 24 to 17, Patriots. Who you got, Nick? Uh, do you know, uh, you want to know two of the three losses? Yeah, let's hear they it. They had Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. I don't know the third. Hmm. Wow. Is it Mahomes? No. I don't know. No, no, I don't. Because Brady is now overall two and two against Mahomes, and he won the first two meetings. It could have been Big Ben. Could have been. Back a long time ago. Because I know Wilson beat him his rookie year in week 12, 2012. And Lamar beat him his second year. Hmm. I bet it was Big Ben. I'm gonna go, I'll go look after a while. Or it could have been Peyton Manning. Maybe. Peyton was bad, though, his rookie year. Oh, he was? Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. Brad, I did see that stat where I did see someone talk about it. Um... see this game going either way but just for the fact and even before that stat was told I believe New England gets the win I think this is a really close game y'all may laugh I think I mean New England's got a slightly better record I guess but I actually think the Chargers got more talent I really do especially on offense and wide receiver weapons wise I think so but uh I think New England, just based on coaching, and they do have Cam, of course. And, who, well, Cam at times hasn't been so good. But sure did start start off the year hot, but I like the Patriots. One-point game, 24-23. It's going to be really close. Wild card factor in that game, though, is Austin Eckler's back now. Oh, crap. He wow. was back last week, and he had a good game, so. Wow. No, that's a, that's a wild card, but I still think Bill Belichick will uh, get Herbert flustered with his uh, play calling yeah. game plan. I think Patriots get it. Moving on to the next game here. 
Unfortunately, this is your Sunday night football game for whatever reason. Four and seven Denver Broncos, who should have Drew Lott back under center, traveling to Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Chiefs. Who you got, Nick Bell? I think uh, Chiefs put up 42. Uh, Denver put up 17. That sounds about right. I'll take the Chiefs. It's not a matter of who you're picking in this game. It's just how much they're going to win by. Um, yeah, I could see them putting up 40. I don't think it's going to be more along the lines of 37 to 16. I'm going to go Chiefs 45, Broncos 13. Yep, they're going to put up a big old 4 or 5. And it's a shame. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't even watch that game. It's honestly a joke. It's a Sunday night game. Broncos, just a little short note. Broncos made history last week. Obviously, we all know about their quarterback situation. Only completed one pass for seven yards. And if I'm not mistaken, when Tim Tebow was QB in 2011, he had some crazy stat for like a low completion. I can't remember what it was. I seen it, but I forgot it. I bet they won that game, though. Yeah, they would always real. they would always win even though he wouldn't have any yards. He'd have a lot of rushing yards though. Yeah. Now moving into the Monday games, and believe it or not, we got two games on Monday this week because of everything going on with COVID nineteen around the NFL right now. So at five o'clock on Fox, I would assume that Joe Buck and Troy Aitman would have the call of this game. The Washington football team traveling to Heinz Field to take on the Steelers. Who you got, Nick Bell? Well, it says Fox. I feel like they would, but maybe I'm wrong. I feel like they will. I don't know if they would or not. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll be somebody like Greg Jennings and whoever his partner is. I feel like because it's not in a prime time slot. Oh, they did. Yeah, I read it today. Yeah. Oh. I figured they would. So they're going to get two games this week. Yeah. Hmm. They might. Well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> well, who you got, Nick Bell? Um, yeah, I got the Steelers winning, of course. But I do think the Grinch will give them a game. I do too, uh, honestly. Alex Smith looks good. Yeah, they can win this. The Grinch might lock the division up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Steelers to win twenty seven twenty. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers, but I could see it being an upset actually them coming off uh you know, just playing on Wednesday and they were they didn't play good against the Ravens backups, oh. quarterbacks and running backs. Um yeah, I'll go with the Steelers in a close one. I'm going to say they take it 24-20. to 20. Yeah, and I think this is a pretty close game as well. I will take the Steelers. Doing my math here, let's see. Steelers, five days rest. Redskins, 12 days rest. Oh, yeah. they Redskins coming off that big win against Dallas. Yep. So and The Redskins won on Turkey Day. They moved to first place, but it was short-lived. Because when the Giants beat the Bengals on Sunday, they moved into first because they own a tiebreaker where they swept the Redskins. Yeah. So that's funny. 
the Giants rolling in Seattle in first place. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. That but, won't last long. I, the only team, two teams I think will win the East is between the Eagles and the uh, Redskins. But, yeah. Looking better for the Redskins. I think the Giants could have done it. Daniel Jones hadn't got hurt. But Giants, now that we're thinking, they still might be in first place after this week. Because we are convinced the Eagles are going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I, now, I will say I think the Redskins have a better chance of beating the Steelers than I believe the Eagles do beating the Packers. Yeah. But before I get too off topic and off track, I'm going to take the Steelers, although I'm not too convinced about it, believe it or not. Because Washington's a scrappy bunch, and Ron, Ron Rivera's a really good head coach. Um, don't know if y'all seen Mike Tomlin's press conference after the game yesterday. He wasn't too pleased with how Pittsburgh performed. Really, uh-huh. Baltimore could have won. They were right there. They could have won. Steelers are the worst 11-0 team, 11-0 team in NFL history. You think? Wow, mm-hmm. that's a bold prediction. I don't know about that, Nick Bell. Y'all think they're a good team. Their defense is nasty. Yeah, and their they got, defense is really good. They got the best receiving core in the league. Yeah. If they play, if they play Baltimore for Mark Jackson, they're done. Uh, they beat. If they play Miami, I think Miami's defense holds them enough and Miami wins. So, mm. uh, I don't I think know. Any team can match up with them. I don't know. I think there's only two teams in the AFC that can beat them, and that's Kansas City and the Titans. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to ask a question. Do y'all think this Steelers team is better than the Panthers team that went to the Super Bowl, what, about five years ago? Which team do y'all think is better? Panthers better. No, I think the Steelers is slightly better. Uh, both of them have played a weak schedule. I remember that Panthers team. They had the easiest schedule of ever, I remember they played just easy opponents, but I think the pit this Pittsburgh team's slightly better because they played an easy schedule too. But it's it's close. I just say it's Pittsburgh because their defense is so good, and defense wins championships. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Steelers. Oh, I'm gonna say they win. I'm going to go 24 to 20. I think this is a close game, actually. I do. Now, moving on to the next game. This is your actual ESPN Monday night game, and this is ironic. This game is technically a home game for the 49ers, but this game will be played at Glendale, Arizona, I believe, the stadium of the Cardinals. And this is ironic because you got the Buffalo Bills taking on the 49ers, and I'm saying it's ironic. Because, you know, the Buffalo Bills were in Arizona when Kyler Murray threw that big old long touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins just a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Returning to the scene of the crime. Here, Buffalo is right back in the desert. <laughs> it's just odd that, you know, the 49ers are playing this game in Arizona. It's just odd. But who you got, Bradley? <laughs> I'm going to go with the 49ers to win this game. I think that I just got a good feeling. I think... uh they got Raheem Moster back at running back, and he's a stud, and I think he's going to have a good day. Um, 49ers, just a well-coached team. And Buffalo seem like they've kind of slipped up a little bit here lately. Not not as good as they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, so I'm going to take the Niners in a close one, 27-24. Who you got, Nick Bell? I am taking the Buffalo Bills to beat the Niners. Uh, 
Bills. Uh, who did they play last week? Bills were off last week. Okay. What? They beat somebody by 10 in their last game. Who was that? 27-17. Who was that? Let me go look. I'm almost positive the Bills had a bye week last week. Let me well, see. I'm taking the Bills. Uh, they, yeah, 27-17 on the 29th. No, they wouldn't. They played Chargers. Oh, yeah, my bad. They beat the Chargers at home. That's right. Yeah, they would. They're that winning at surrounds helped them get right back in the thick of things, honestly. Yeah, AFC West, best division of football. I yeah. I'm taking the AFC East team in this one the Bills. And I'm gonna say they win. I'm gonna say Buffalo put up twenty four and I'm gonna say Niners put up twenty. This game's been really hard for me to decide. If this game were at Buffalo, I think Buffalo would win. Not necessarily blowout, but I would feel a lot more confident. But 49ers, man, they're a scrappy bunch. They really are. I believe we'll have to go to the old 49ers in this one. Um, I just think they're just a tough-minded team, man. And I think they're well-coached. I mean, I think both teams are well-coached. But really high on Kyle Shanahan. 49ers offensive coordinator might be becoming the next head coach of Detroit Lions, by the way. It's a possibility. Um, but uh, take the 49ers, but I think will be a very close game. Want to go with a one-point game, 27-26, 49ers. Robbie Gold with a field goal as time it spares. Moving on to the... What's that? We did, we did. Then, believe it or not, we got a Tuesday night game to cap off week 13. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be on 12 days rest, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. This game being in Baltimore, by the way. The Ravens on six days rest. Who you got, Nick Bell? I believe Lamar will be back for this game. And I'm going to take the Ravens just because of that. Uh, Lamar's been playing well. He's not looking too good. They did not. Uh, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens to win and get back to 7-5. Uh, they, they didn't even get a win, man. They were, what, 5-1? Uh, they're on the outside now. Looking in. Yep. And now they're 6-5. Uh, we're the Ravens, and I think they win by 10. You got Bradley? I'm going with the Ravens. Um, should blow out Dallas. They'll be getting their guys back, getting Jackson, Dobbins, Ingram. They all should be back. And I think the Ravens go on a little bit of a run here to end the year. Uh, they got Dallas, of course. Then they go to Cleveland, which is a toss-up. Then they play at home to Jacksonville, Giants, and then they go to Cincinnati. So they should win at least Outside four. Outside of Cleveland, very yeah. favorable schedule. Four of their next five, they should win maybe five of five. So... um but they'll get started off right here on this uh, five-game stretch, and they'll they'll take care of Dallas. Yep. And I believe they will take care of Dallas, too. 
You got to think a lot of the players that were out in that Pittsburgh game should be back for this one, including Lamar Jackson and some others. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, running back. Dobbins. Yes. And Ingram. Yeah, so you just think they were out too. Good board. (laughs) Dobbins is going to be taking over that backfield, though. You think so? Mm -hmm. He's going to put on a show here at the end of the year. But, yeah, I like the Ravens, although Dallas had more time off. This game is in Baltimore. Weather's probably going to be pretty cold. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I really don't see it being too much of a game, but you never know. I'm going to say the Ravens win 34-13. to 13. And that would conclude week 13. Anybody have anything they want to add? I guess that's a no. Uh, I'm going to say something right fast. I just thought. This past week, week 12, was the longest week of the whole uh, NFL history. Started on Thursday at 12.30 with the Lions taking on the Texans. And it ended around roughly between 7.30 and 8 Wednesday night. Hmm. So technically this was the longest stretch of a week in NFL. And also another thing, seven days in a week. I think this is the first time in history there's going to be games played on every day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, or Christmas is on a Friday this year. The Saints and Vikings are playing on Christmas Day. Huh. And you got Saturday games and obviously Sunday games. So mm. there's been games played on every day of the week. Ain't that something? Wow. Yep. Been an unreal. Well, it's been an unreal year in general, obviously. But obviously that's going to equate to an unreal season. <laughs> I just hope we're able to finish it the way things are looking. Yeah. I don't know if it will finish. Yeah. I think they'll finish it. It may be delayed, but I think it'll get finished at this point. Just imagine how crazy it would be, say, just imagine it's Super Bowl week. You got the Chiefs play in, let's say the Saints, and Patrick Mahomes test positive before the Super Bowl. Well, how crazy would that be? If that's the case, then they need to delay the game. You delay the game. Yeah, I would. Yeah, especially if it's a starting quarterback or a star yeah, that player. wouldn't be right. It's, only if it's the quarterback, star quarterback. Now, if it's a receiver or running back, I could see him keeping it going. But, but yeah, it's going to be uh, – we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Someone will pay the medical department to make you come back positive. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we're done for week 13. I'm Brad freaking Nolan. I'm Nick Bell. And I'm Travis Keen. Shots fired. <laughs>